Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another 3D Hangout. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. Joining me every week is my brother, Pedro. Good morning, everybody. Pedro is Creative Tech here at Adafruit. And every week, we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. Oh, yeah. This is the show we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 341. It is... February 21st, 2024. We're hanging out in the Adafruit Discord server in the live broadcast chat channel. Take a couple of moments to welcome everybody as they come in. We're streaming live on the four networks. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and X. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. We have some prototypey projects. Uh, some shop talk, community makes, time lapse Tuesday, all that and more on, you guessed it, 3D Hangouts. Three. All right. Hello, folks. Yeah, if you'd no like one. to uh, join the Discord server, the URL to that is at the top here at discord.gg slash Adafruit. Good morning, Jim Hendrickson, DeWester, JPEG are all hanging out in the live broadcast chat channel. And on YouTube, we have Samer Mosa. Hello. I'm going to kick off the show with adafruit.com slash free. And we'll check out what are the free deals going on this week. Similar to last week, if your order is $99 or more, you're going to get a free PCB coaster with the golden Adafruit logo. If your order is 149 or more, you get the PCB coaster plus an Adafruit KB2040. That's that lovely uh, dev board with all the fancy um, features like uh, Stemic QT, uh, running off the RP2040, and tons of GPIO. If your order is 199 or more, you'll get the KB2040, the PCB coaster, and free UPS ground shipping for continental US only. And if your order is $2.99 or more, you'll get the free shipping, the KB2040, the PCB coaster, and a circuit playground express. These get automatically added to your cart as you order. And on top of that, you can use our coupon code, which is good for today. It is camera box. Camera box. I wonder why. You got a couple of camera projects coming up. <laughs> Camera, 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 camera for the next, I don't know, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. About a month. <clears throat> yeah, a month. Hello, Brent is hanging out in the uh, live broadcast chat channel. Oh, let me give you. We have a surprise for Brent. Icon for icon. Coffee icon for coffee emoji. <laughs> That's a double espresso. All right, how, who's going to start off, Pedro? We uh, don't have a learn guide to release this week because we have been in the development iteration phases for our upcoming projects. Yeah, yeah. So, um, a fun one. Let's yeah, it here. was supposed to be the Itsy Bitsy uh, ESP Itsy Bitsy 32 is what was supposed to come out this week. It'll come out next week. Um, this is just a tiny little case for the new board. It has a stem on there, and you can add some stem boards on the front here. And this is the WFL version, so you can add an antenna. And that's what this little hole is right here. So uh, those should arrive sometime today, the little adapter for it with the antenna. And I'll update the size of this case to fit. And I think I'm just going to use like WLED to run some LEDs for it, with it. 
and it's just a nice little tiny case. You have your um, access to if you use headers or on the top, if you want to have them point out from there. And then I'll just add more additional ports on uh, how the LED strip is set up. So it's a nice little itsy bitsy ESP32 case. And that'll be next week. Very cool. <clears throat> it, they're still in stock. Um, yes. These are brand new. Lamar has a whole story about these, but she started the design in 2020 and it just got sidelined for all the part shortages and the continuation of, of things going on. But uh, check it out. It is a, it's got the ESP32 Pico uh, chip. So it works with WLED. Um, it's the dual core 240 megahertz extensive processor, eight megabytes of flash, two megabytes of PS RAM. It recently got the CircuitPython build for it. Shout out to Liz for putting that together. Um, you got a built-in SMT port, and you have those two buttons, which are nice for uh, programming. And on the bottom, you have a little footprint for a, I suppose, a, a two-pin JST battery connector, if you want to yeah. do that. Mm -hmm. That's really nice. Um, it's a bitsy format. So, it's uh, so tiny. So we were talking about I, I want to use it in a project for something just because of the size and the uh, WF, WFL antenna on there. I still have mine in a bag. So cool. <laughs> I need to. Actually, I'm, I'm showing you the wrong version. <laughs> Where's the other oh, really? one? <laughs> oh, yeah. So on the product page, you have the uh, PCB antenna or the WFL antenna, depending on your use case. They're the same price. And it looks like people have purchased more of the the WFL version. There's only 43 oh, left yeah. in stock. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm really liking that one. Yeah. Um, well, this will work with whippersnapper, right? As soon as the board, de board definition is in. Um, perhaps. I'm not sure. I'm asking Brent. Because <laughs> obviously, I'd like to do a whippersnapper one, like a tiny little case for it. Not okay. yet. Yes, not yet. But yeah. Squid.jp agrees. Great w, uh, WLED microcontroller. Yes, yes for yeah, sure. Yeah, that was the first thing that came to yeah, mind. Yeah, I'm running these strips here. Can you even see the strip? I'm running that. I'll just the underlighting. Yeah. It looks very dim in the camera. Oh, because the sun's out. Yeah, the mm -hmm. sun is out. Let me see if I can do like a solid color or a color loop. I show the little small one, but um, yeah, we'll show it off next week. <laughs> yeah, the button pressers on it. All right, so that's that. We'll come out with that next week. Another one of the prototypes that we're working on is the updated servo camera. So it's going to be a little like an owl looking cylindrical type um, camera mount for that. And on the bottom here, it'll attach to the servo. It's this guy here. So I just move the entire assembly around. And this is held on like a lot of those shoulder bots uh, that we make. It's just magnets. So this base will double as, you know, your further desktop. So you can just sit on the desktop. And then this uh, metal a little shoulder thing goes on here. And it just attaches like so. So you can have a little shoulder bot moving around, um, scanning the faces that you're walking around in public. <laughs> it should be okay for taking photos of people like that. It just pops off like that and moves around. So this will 
go on with a mount that is attached to the uh, memento. I'm thinking uh, it'll be the tripod framing that you built for it, Noah. So oh, sure. Or mounts that'll go down and then have yeah, yeah, yeah. a spot to insert and then screw the, um, the servo into, like show. Mm -hmm. You have your LED to eliminate and then give you some feedback, I think like green, yellow, and red, uh, based on whether or the accuracy of scanning a face. And if we turn this guy on, oh, you know what? I sent the the other one that had the face tracking demo. I sent it to Brent. I forgot to uh -huh. on this one. <laughs> but uh, we're talking about the way that this assembles together. It's just two little, um, these little tabs with the screws on there. And you have a good field of view on here. We're discussing the maximum height, uh, how far you can be away from the screen until it gets obstructed. It's like 24 millimeters. So yeah, yeah it's pretty embedded. Of, that was the first thing I was scared about. Yeah. I don't know, having to put it into it's a cylinder. Good. I can't believe it's unobstructed. And yeah. I like the other half. You have like this kind of cool viewfinder going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Reminds yeah. me of that, um, I don't break it. <laughs> a Viewmaster from the 80s. Kind of has that Viewmaster taper in there because you print it at an angle and then it helps with the, with the chamfer yeah it helps as like a view uh, that's so when cool you're out, it'll definitely yeah. like help block like the sun sunlight Might yeah need to expand this just a little bit you know, like by 0.15 i had it expanded at like at 0.2 and i could see the edges i didn't like that so mm. expand it just a little bit more so you can see more of uh, you can see how the resolution up here is getting cut off so i'll yeah. expand that a little bit okay. Well, I love the shape. It, I'm getting some vibes from um, sort of sort of a minion, but also RGB two <laughs> and right. cute, round cylindrical robots. Jim Hendrickson says uh, the dome shape resembles a little observatory. That's not cool too. Oh, it does. Yeah. Observatory. Yeah. Yeah. Very cute. Very uh, kind of minimalistic, but I think it's very nice. Cool. Yeah. A mountain like that. Like we we're already shown before. It'll move around here and the magnets that we're using are the ones that we use for um building our what is it, the like the lapel magnets for um we're using them for i think for like attaching uh circuit python or circuit playground expresses to like make a badge so we have plenty of these and then to make the magnets a little bit more stronger we also have these uh, other uh, neodymium magnets in the shop as well and that just adds more uh, power to it because uh, i'm sure the weight is going to increase on it so i want to make sure that it's not like loose when it's on you this is yeah that's pretty really good. These are great magnets um, yeah mm -hmm. they're nice and thick and yep. fairly fairly small diameter yeah and then this is sandwiched in with uh, one of the servo horns on there so that's how that is attached let's pop this off real quick that's just uh, like that. Yeah. Uh, once uh, I uh, fully assemble this, there is a screw that goes through the uh, servo horn to firmly attach it so it doesn't just pop right out. Mm. That's how that guy is working. Mm -hmm. Screws that just hold it all together. And then uh, the only thing I, I don't know how to source is this guy. This came from one of the puppets that you can get at uh, it's Animal Kingdom, the uh, Pandora little shoulder puppets, but I think like any sort of metal that you can bend or you can bend it, yeah. They even have like the, the little um, plate ones for okay. having the little plushies that everybody wears on their shoulders at Disney. Sure, yeah. Where we get the ideas for these. 
So yeah, should be a nice way to have a shoulder bot without having to have usually like, you know, people have like, you know, belts and all this stuff over you. At, yeah. That's nice to curve around your shoulder and um, mm -hmm. with that little bit of uh, silicone bumper, it kind of grips a little bit to your skin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hold on like that. Yeah, yeah, that fits good. Doubles as the base, and I'll add some uh, little feet on here. So mm. um, when you put it on your desk, uh, it's not sliding around. Right. Mm -hmm. Cool. Oh my god! Looking at the comments here, Squid Santa accidentally broke two magnets when they unexpectedly smashed together. That is always my fear when working with these <laughs> magnetic projects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just super careful. Yep. Caution. And then I think that's it. That's all the stuff. Then I'm prototyping. Uh, yeah. The okay. um, Spacey case next week with the UFL mm -hmm. antenna. And then either the week after that or following sure that, we'll do the bot. Uh, if not, we'll do um, some sort of project with tracking robot. Yeah. Cool. All right. I'm up with my prototype. Uh, using the Memento camera as well. This is, what is this? It's a little birdhouse. So this is going to be a kind of DIY IoT bird feeder. Um, Brent wrote some code um, that uses a PIR sensor to trigger the camera's shutter. So whenever a bird lands here, hopefully it'll take a picture of it. And we have a waterproof enclosure. This is the small waterproof enclosure that we saw in the Adafruit shop. It's injection molded. There's another half of it that is made out of polycarbonate, so it's clear. Um, and it has like a internal gasket, rubber gasket in these plastic screws. And it's fully waterproof, so it's really nice. We, When something's outside, you really want it to be waterproof. So you can 3D print the things around, and then it's mounted uh, to the back plate here with these uh, four screws and hex nuts. Really, really nice case. Uh, it's got great technical drawing, so I was able to model it up in Fusion to get the, the things right. You can't see it, but there is a 3D printed um, bracket that adapts the four standoffs on the Memento to the two heat set um, inserts that are already pre-installed in this enclosure. So it's really, really versatile enclosure. Uh, it just about fits um, the Memento camera. You don't have access to the screen, but that's okay, much like the doorbell project that we did a couple weeks ago. Uh, you, you won't need access to the screen because you're using Adafruit I.O. Uh, and a feed uh, to display uh, the image. Um, so I got the battery here. You can fit like a 2200 milliamp battery somewhere up here. So I might opt in to do that. Um, but the PR sensor is soldered to a three pin JST connector that just plugs in to the side there. There's just enough clearance there for it. Unfortunately, you don't have clearance uh, for a USB-C cable, but you can use Adafruit's uh, online web workflow website to debug, code, update files, and things like that, which I've been testing. It works really well. Um, and yeah, this is a pretty cool DIY IoT bird feeder. Uh, I came up with some fun details uh, for the roof. You've got like tiles and like this kind of cool texture here. It's yeah, up like without any supports. Uh, the hopper, you know, it's, it's a parametric design, so we can make it bigger or smaller if you want. But I think for just one bird and testing, uh, it'll work pretty well. We have some hooks here, or some uh, some holes, some slots for either bolting to something else or adding hooks or something. We have yet to kind of test that out. But um, uh, one of the things I found is that this PIR sensor with the polycarbonate clear covering over it 
it doesn't work. At least I couldn't get it to work. I played around with the the, the built-in potentiometers for the sensitivity and the delay. I don't think a PR sensor works when even when a clear thing is in front of it because it's like it just sees it as a solid object. Um, so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to drill a hole <laughs> in that polycarbonate. Um, but also, why not 3D print the thing? So I have here is a plate um, that will just press it here. I'll print out a TPU, uh, a flexible filament um, gasket that will uh, go on the inline here, and then we can reuse those pl plastic screws. You know, you're still going to have a, uh, an opening for the camera, but, um, you know, this is one of those things. It's not going to be fully. But I think with the polycarbonate um, front plate and you drill a hole, you could probably do a gasket and TPU or just use hot glue to really uh, seal uh, this PIR sensor to this plate, the polycarbonate injection molded plate. Um, but otherwise, I think it's going to be a pretty good uh, solution. You got plenty of room in there for some bird feed. And uh, that's pretty much the gist of it. Let me show you the uh, picture I took earlier this morning on my Adafruit IO dashboard. Well, it's more of the feeds, but here is a picture of Adabot. Pretty much just perched up right here. So he was kind of like this. Size-wise, we were saying it yeah. should be good enough to get like a yeah. bird. Maybe? So the distance, you know, I'll play with that. Hopefully the bird will be in frame. And, uh, you know, the, the PR sensor's positioned pretty low because that's where the bird's going to be, like, pecking. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that's good. Um, it'll be tricky kind of to angle the camera lens to be, like, pointing down. Um, so that might be an issue. But, you know, we'll see. We have yet to see. And then uh, what does is, what is a bird look like compared to a squirrel? Like, does it? <laughs> yeah, we, we don't know yet. Um, but you can see here this is the image that, the, uh, that it captured with the PR sensor. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what I got going on. Very Little cool. bird feeder. Um, yeah, that's wow. maybe in a couple of weeks. We'll see. That is super cool. Fetty is working on a um, AI bird song identity project. Wow. The bird song and uh, identify that's cool. it is. Wow, there's a chart here that shows you um, some data cool. here on the different birds. It's funny. I actually go around and save like bird songs and then play them back to the birds <laughs> as I'm walking around. Nice. That's funny. Yeah, and you can play them back and uh -huh. try to communicate with the bird. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think it makes them mad, the um, cardinal especially. Oh, yeah, don't do <laughs> that. Swooping down it's at me, so I'm like, ah, play the yeah. song back to him. <laughs> it's a... It's a, it's a cry for a battle cry or something. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I'll post this up, Brent. Um, I've been working on it in the background just kind of to get queued up so that when we're done with the shoulder bot, we can focus again mm -hmm. on the uh, the bird feeder. Yeah. Um, I think having even just a bracket for the weatherproof enclosure is a good useful uh, mount so that you can enclose. Maybe you want to throw this outside and take some time-lapse um, outdoor time-lapse photography, oh. having it waterproof in this enclosure is nice. And having that PCB racket is kind of essential because otherwise it's kind of floating around in there. Mm -hmm. And we currently have, if you go to the Adafruit shop, let's go to a uh, small weather and you should see it momentarily. Here it is. This is it. That's what the front cover looks like. Again, it's polycarbonate. So it's shatter resistant. Um, okay. 
there's a whole data sheet on the material that they use. It's some really good high grade ABS plastic mixed with some like special resin. But there you can see the internal um, mounting uh, standoffs. Mm -hmm. They have they're threaded. They come with screws. These screws are plastic, and there's a gasket. You can just make out the gasket here, the white thing on the outside. That's uh, that basically seals um, the two pieces together, and it prevents from any moisture to getting in there. And uh, yeah, plastic screws, huh? Pretty cool. Um, so I have a model of it. I'll release that. Um, you can fit about an Arduino size thing in there, and looks like a Promer Proto just about fits, but it doesn't oh, nice. quite. Oh wow. Yeah, or just about the fit corners. Yeah. But I haven't used this yet. And uh, look at that. Even the dimensions are on the outside for the mounting holes. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, I really like it. It's, it's a little chunky, nice. but for this project, it, it makes a lot of sense. Oh, no, if that's all the stuff you needed to. Yeah. Looks like it's been used a few times. Mailbox notification, uh, trinket, Bluetooth alarm system. And um, yeah, I don't think you'll need to access the USB other than charging the battery. Mm. Um, but it's it's relatively easy to take it apart. So it's one of those caveats, I think. Charging the battery will be a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want the, the weatherproof case, you can uh, pick one up. Let's see, any questions I about to, I might need to expose my USB cable on the robot. Mm. That. <laughs> Maybe. Just so it could be powered, because, you know, especially you're walking around, it, it'll drain. Mm, yeah. Well, you have plenty of room in there for a bigger battery. Maybe go with the 2200. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Should, you have a nice little bit of cavity on there. But then the caveat is, oh, no, now it's going to weigh more. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, no, won't that waste more power trying to push <laughs> your object? Well, you can use a bigger servo. Uh, or just have the wire coming out into my back pocket with the battery. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good idea too. I'll look like a Vision Pro user. Yeah, I think that's yeah. It's standardizing uh, external batteries. wires coming out. Yeah, uh, I okay. used to do that with the Google Glass <laughs> when I was charging. Right, Memento is out of stock. Please sign up to get notified when they're back in stock. And what other product did we showcase? I posted the, the PIR, the oh, micro servo. Yeah, these actually come with a, a JST three pin, so that connects to That's the board. That's what I'm posting. Yeah, really nice. No solder. Yeah, I know. I, I I had one that. Um, that's why I didn't send you that one. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that would be nice uh, to plug into the Memento, and then I wish the PIR sensor came with one of these guys because I had to solder directly to it. Mm. Uh, it comes with this little thing, but it's not, you know, it, oh, it only yeah. goes to that. And like, it's too bulky to fit. Yeah. To fit inside the case. So, um, um, you could, I think I used the jumper, the uh, yeah. socket jumper cables work. Okay. We'll give that a try. And I think those are all the parts. Yep. And that's what we are prototyping. If you want to pick up anything in the shop that we talked about that's in stock, you can use our 10% off a discount code, Camera Box. Ah, Camera Box. That's why we call it the Camera Box. You have a box. I have a box. And they both have cameras. I got a cylinder. Cylindrical box, whatever. The, um, Fetty is saying the 
that playing back the bird music is illegal in parks. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, you're going gonna... to. I did not know that. It makes sense, though. They're like endangered birds and stuff. And he has a story here on. Saw some toucans. I haven't been back. So he said. Yeah, I don't. I guess. Yeah, the scale of the birds we're going to get, you're going to get like, you know, what do you have around there, like cardinals and stuff? And then we have our big old cranes here. So mm -hmm. gonna, his head is probably going to fill the frame how close they get. Yeah. Yeah, if anyone has any fun ideas for the bird feeder, let me know. Um, be interesting okay. to see what animals approach mm -hmm. it. I'm thinking squirrels and birds. I don't know what else would show up. The scale, because we were talking about the, the cranes just had their little babies. So I want to see how big the baby is so we can get photos of the baby eaten. Yeah. Out there. Mm -hmm. Let's see. What are we doing on timing? I think I posted all the links so far. Yeah, it, we're, we're, hope, we're thinking of probably a pretty short show because... Uh, no lurk yeah. guide this week, but next yeah, week we'll have I guess we can jump into community makes. Pretty cool little fidgets. Yeah. All right, let's play the video. Let me that's muted. All right, this week on community makes we got this cool little stretchy fidget. Cause uh I'm liking the way this is stretching. These little bars go between these circles and on each uh, in on each other, wow. and they stay all together, allowing you to move, you know, move them like across themselves until they hit like the end of the wall there. And then they also have a couple of different shapes. They have a circle as well. I also had like a square, but man, these are difficult to print. <laughs> they look difficult to print. Um, anything soft. with a thin body, thin walls, it's the whole thing is thin walls. It's a lattice, yeah. Um, so there's a ton of retraction. This is a great. It's nothing but retraction. Torture test for your 3D printer. Yeah. Um, I first saw this on uh, I think Instagram, but mm -hmm. uh, I looked at it and I was like, oh wow, this is a really cool printed place mechanism, and it, it showcases how you can, uh, you know, create um, this mechanical hinge mm -hmm. um, with oh, this, that's... you know, lattice. So it's pretty cool. I haven't quite seen it before. Um, it's difficult to tell on a single extrusion print. Yeah, what's going on? But it's easier to print on that. <laughs> I'm guessing that's why, because you're changing the um, the the head, the color, as you're printing each layer. And I think that's what was pulling it away from the, um, the bed. Yeah. It reminds me of those science toys that you would see at science yeah. museums. It would, it would be a ball, and then it would expand out to this giant thing. And it kind of showcases how, you know, mechanisms can uh, kind of hinge down to change mm -hmm. its form. So yeah. it's a pretty cool principle. It looks super um, cool. The dual extrusion, of course. Yeah. Get the colors. Where am I? There it is. So it is a free design. It's from Tomo Designs. Comes in different shapes. Dual extrusion, single extrusion. Uh, there's a video about it. You can check that out. Um, print settings, make sure you have a lot of bed adhesion. Yeah. Full filament. I used a brim. Brim. So if you One like millimeter those. brim. Yeah. So I do, did have to do a ton of cleanup, just removing it off from the bottom. But it cleans up pretty good. Yeah. And then even the fails, you can see this right here at the bottom. <laughs> because of the rest of it did not fail. It kind of carries oh, along with it. And then you can't tell <laughs> that it was a fail. Good color combo there. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
and I really like this. Um, really good ins uh, inspiration for it if we needed to make a fancy hinge like that. And there it is. Hmm. I guess part of the whole, I don't know, is this a wing or something that could be? Yeah. I don't know. Servo on this. Yeah. It's here. a good, it's a good concept, but uh, applying it to something else would be interesting. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have any ideas right now. So yeah, my headspace isn't there, but yeah, maybe something. Maybe we'll come up with something. Uh, I, I, uh, Squid.jpg is saying, uh, squirrels around here will chase the birds away from the feeder. I can see that. I wonder if there's <laughs> a way to remotely like trigger the buzzer to scare the squirrel away or something. You know? No, what I was thinking. Or have a servo and trap the, uh, not the animal, but trap <laughs> to cover the, the electric like, You've had enough, you know? You've had enough. Like I have like a little shock. No. <laughs> Just cover the food. <laughs> That'd be kind of neat. The uh, one of those squirrel capturing devices. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but no, we just want to feed the animals. We don't want to harm the animal. It's a trade, you know. We give them food, and in return, we take their likeness and sell their data online. Yeah. Well, the squirrels here are eating through the car, so they don't get a free pass. Is it the squirrels or the mice? Squirrels, uh, the mouse, and a, a rabbit. We were on a walk oh, okay. yesterday, and we saw what we thought was a rat. It turns out it's a muskrat, which is the first oh. time I've seen a muskrat. Is it bigger? It's huge. It oh, was a huge mars you know, animal. Rodent, I guess you call them. It had this giant thick tail. We caught it on video. It was walking so slow because it was so heavy. It had eaten, I don't know what it ate, but. Oh, there you go. Squid says, uh, squirt it with a jet of water. Oh, that's funny. Ah, I like mm -hmm. a cat on your counter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool to do something with the, one of those um, valves that we sell that are mechanical. All right. I got Let's, a couple uh, more from makes. Yes. Let's uh, check in. Let's see. The first one is. We got a remix uh, for our heat set insert rig. This is by one two three cure one two one on think on sorry printiverse printables.com. This is an add-on to the project. It it's a bit of a storage piece uh, combined with the counterweight. Um, it has these little holders for the CNC kitchen. Uh, add-ons for the soldering iron. That's a pretty clever use of the counter sink because these are brass and they're going to be heavy anyway and uh, hold them in place. So when you're you know swapping out different um, sizes for your heat set inserts, you can all house them in the same kind of thing, which is a pretty cool idea. So I love seeing these additions. There's so many add-ons uh, to this project. It's really kind of developed a life of its own. Um, yeah, so it's cool. It's cool to see. All right, shout out to them for posting that. After that, we have a make from Zen Re on printables.com. It's the Circuit Playground SnapFit case. If you have a Circuit Playground Express and you want some way to kind of, you know, mount it to something else or just protect it, you can 3D print this simple SnapFit case. Um, uh, Zen Zenry says, uh, Adafruit Snapfits are always a joy. I find it hilarious that we all install the CPE upside down, but I really like how to, that tones down the NeoPixels and uh, protects the board. 
uh, have a protective case gives me some peace of mind when I lend this board to buddying makers. Yes. Very nice. And this comes in different uh, sizes, as you can see. I think we printed a, a star and some other shapes. Mm -hmm. After that, blast from the past, but still relevant. Uh, an Octoprint rig for your uh, Pi TFT 3.5 inch. This is a sort of a remix add-on for a Viper printer. And it kind of angles it. Um, so it's got like this additional bracket that props it up at an angle and it houses, it houses the Pi, the Raspberry Pi and the, uh, the Pi TFT touch display. And uh, that that was our original thing. It has a stand, but this one looks like it, you know, attaches directly to the printer, which is nice. Okay, after that, another blast from the past. Uh, this was posted up by Zarith. They said uh, I had to edit this a bit to align it to his own lamp, but it looks nice and it fits other IKEA lamps in their apartment. This was a, uh, a lamp shade that I designed. It can be dual extruded or single extruded, but the idea is it's geometric, has a diffuser. I originally printed this on a dual extrusion Ultimaker, uh, but they printed it uh, just the uh, just the ge geodesic bit of it for their IKEA lamp. It's kind of it's kind of a neat design. It prints without any supports, amazingly. But love me some triangles. And thanks Zarth for posting that up. After that, we have another uh, add-on for the uh, the heat set insert rig. This is, um, I needed a quick and easy way to mount and unmount a pen sole soldering iron. Came across two good designs and combined them. And this is posted by, again, 123D or 123Q or 123. <laughs> so here's a photo of the clamping mechanism. So you can easily take the soldering, the pencil soldering out of its housing. Pretty cool. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. After that, we have our first make of the LED holiday tree using LED noodles. Looks really nice. It was posted up by AFP316. It was a perfect Christmas gift. Oh, wow. Let's see. Bit of a challenge to build just because it's like a lot, of, a lot of wiring. I remember it being challenging, especially when I documented it. Um, but hey, it worked out. I'm glad it worked out. And you have all the different colors and stuff that you can uh, apply, that you can use, rather. All right, after that, we have another make of the Zelda Breath of the Wild Guardian Sword with new pixel LEDs. It's posted up by Ross Hendrickson. Modified it to fit the bamboo bed and went with the cheap fairy lights embedded versus the NeoPixels. It's $4 versus $100. Wow. Still need to add some black accents. My son loves it. Nice. That looks nice. Even with fairy lights, it's, it's going to be a fun time. Good use of the colors, too. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, this was a... Uh, we need to upgrade this. We were talking about what board yeah. to actually use. Probably a prop maker. <laughs> Most likely, yeah. Yeah, there's no sound effects in it, but uh, we just need to update it so it's no longer Arduino and, uh, you know, a low-power... Proper mounts. Yeah, we can add acceler accelerometer and sound effects, all that stuff now. With yeah, the none of that. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bare bones, but at the time it was still like really cool. Yeah. Lots of makes on this one. 
uh, on Thingiverse especially because it's it's kind of dated now, as you can tell with the electronics. But a lot of folks still are making it, which is super cool. Maybe we'll make a some Zonai. Is that what mm -hmm. they're called? The Zonai. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll do something like that. Ancient Sword, something. And that concludes the community makes. Thank you everybody mm -hmm. so much for posting up your makes. We really appreciate it. That's the show. Like we said, we're doing a low-key shorty bagoody. Working on stuff. Don't forget, if you want to pick up anything in the Adafruit shop, you can support your maker habit and Adafruit as a whole with uh, purchasing some parts every now and then. You can use our coupon code CAMERABOX and get 10% off your order. All right. Anything else, Peter? I think that is all for the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have any new tools or anything to talk about. Um, yep, it's cold here. <laughs> up here, up north, northeast. 30 degrees. I think that's all we got. That's all we got. <laughs> so uh, tonight, we got a special show and tell hosted by Melissa. Maker Melissa will be hosting tonight. We invite you to come on at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time is when it goes live, but you can join in maybe 10 minutes before that uh, on the Adafruit Discord server. We'll get we'll give you an invite code so you can share your projects. We'd love to see your stuff, what you're working on, work in progress, retro tech, arts and crafts, all is fair and fun. And then after that, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time is Ask an Engineer with Mr. and Mrs. Lady Ada, open source hardware news, new products, Ion MPI, and more. Tomorrow is JP's product, no, JP's workshop. Check in and find out what JP is working on. Fridays is uh, Scott's back, so I need to update this. Deep dive with Scott. Every Friday, sorry, every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific or 5 p.m. Eastern. On the weekends, Sundays is from the desk of Lady Ada. You can tune in and see what uh, she's prototyping. A random evenings on Sundays. Mondays are CircuitPython weekly community meetings. Um, I think it's around 2 p.m. Yep. Or is it 1 p.m.? Maybe 2 p.m. You can always check the show times. Yeah. And you can contribute in that in the Discord server. And then Tuesdays is JP's product pick of the week, where you can get crazy discounts up to 50% off select products. Always a good time with JP's product pick of the week on Tuesdays. Wrapping right back around Wednesdays, start off with our show. And then the two shows that follow in the evening. Wednesdays are big for us. Thank you everybody so much for uh, watching. This has been an Adafruit production. You can get another coupon code tonight, of course, on Ask Engineer. But until then, remember to make, make a, a great, great day. day. Hey, we did it. See you later. Bye, everybody. See you tonight. Wow.